Welcome to the Daily Devotional with Derek Nider. Thanks for joining us as he walks us through the pages of Scripture with a daily word of insight and encouragement. Hey, great to be with you today. We're in Acts chapter 5, verse 17. If you have your Bibles, turn to Acts chapter 5, verse 17. Really thankful today to have this minute in God's Word as we are in our seven-part series called Be More. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about being content, being content. Let's pray and I'll read verse 17. Father, thank you so much. We pray that you would help our hearts to be content. We confess, God, that uh, this is an area of difficulty sometimes for us. And so we pray that you would just lead us as you led the Apostle Paul uh, to a place where we can say that we are content in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible says, but the high priest rose up and all who were with him, that is the party of the Sadducees, and filled with jealousy, they arrested the apostles, put them in public prison, um, and then this is good news, but during the night an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out. So um, the high priest, you know, we're kind of introduced to this um, to this individual. For sure you're familiar with, with who the high priest was. Uh, if you've read the gospel accounts, uh, the the leading figure in Judaism, the one who really did wield all of the religious power. Uh, and, you know, just like with Jesus, the high priest and those who were part of the Sadducees, uh, this would have been, you know, not to get complicated today, but there were the Sadducees, the Pharisees, and the Essenes. These were the three main religious sects um, within Judaism. And uh, the Sanhedrin, which was the governing religious political body, was really composed mostly of Sadducees. But there was this jealousy. This is what you see. There was this jealousy within the heart of the high priest and within the religious leaders of these disciples who were preaching in Jesus' name. And, And there was this massive following Right, I mean, at this point in time, uh, we know for sure there uh, were at minimum 7,000 men, but then the Bible says more than, more than ever, more believers were being added, both men and women. And so we're talking tens of thousands of people that are choosing to put their trust and faith in Jesus Christ after his crucifixion and resurrection. Remember, the high priest and the leaders had thought they had really eliminated this uh, false Messiah because they did not believe that Jesus was the Messiah. They thought that that would have been the end of it when they handed him over to Pilate to be crucified. And um, what they didn't realize was that was just the beginning of it. But they were swept up uh, with jealousy within their hearts. They were envious of all of the favor and influence that these disciples had, by the way, Uh, The Bible does say that this was why the Pharisees handed Jesus over to uh, Pilate because they were envious. They were envious of the influence that he had on the people. You know, it's interesting to me uh, how jealousy can be masked by religiosity. You know, there was this underlying motivation to um, cause this religious sect called the Way to stop and it was jealousy. On the outside, you know, that motivation uh, was, it looked different because the religious leaders were 
basically giving the impression that they were doing what God wanted to do, they were being faithful to God's word, they were upholding Judaism, um, it was a false messiah. So they had all of these religious reasons on the outside, uh, but there was this motivation of jealousy on the inside. You know, jealousy is like a fire. What is jealousy? Jealousy is when you want what someone else has. And, and it begins to shape your perspective of them, and it begins to shape the way that you treat them. You know, you can have a, a person that's in your circle that has, you know, the, um, the money that you want, or the relationships that you want, or the family that you want, or the spouse that you want, or um, the advancement, the upward mobility in the professional world that you want. Um, and because there's a lack of contentment in your life, you long for this so much, pretty soon it's not just that you want what they have, but you're jealous of them and you become envious of them. Your whole attitude begins to change towards them uh, because there's a lack of contentment within your own life. But it's not their fault that they have what you want. I mean, it just happens to be what has been given to them. And yet, because there's that lack of contentment in your life, your whole attitude and perspective towards this particular person begins to shift, it begins to change. You know, I think that contentment in our life is so important. And Paul himself said this was something that he had to learn. He had to learn to be content in all things, whether he was abased, uh, and that's a very strong word, it means to have absolutely nothing, or whether he was abounding, very strong word, it means that you know there was an overflow of, of abundance in his life. He had to learn to be in that uh, condition of heart that said, you know what, I have what God has given to me. And because I have God, I'm all right, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm right where he wants me to be. I'm satisfied. I'm in that place of peace. I'm not looking at what other people have and wishing I had it, so much so that I despise them for the fact that they have what I want for myself. That place of contentment. And you know, Paul would go on to say in Philippians chapter 4, uh, based on that statement, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The author to the book of Hebrews said, hey, you know, the Lord himself has said to you, I will never leave you or forsake you. And that was the basis of him saying to them, there's no need to fear. What can man do to you? You know, you're in the place that God wants you to be because he rules and reigns sovereignly over your life. And because he does. He's brought those things that he desires into your life, and he has withheld those things that he doesn't desire for your life. Your contentment is not found in the things that you possess. Your contentment is found in him. I want to encourage us today to, to be content, you know, to be content that we belong to the Lord, who himself has said to us, I will never leave you or forsake you. Have a good day. Thank you for listening today. We are excited to ask our faithful listeners to pray for an event we are holding in Tijuana, Mexico on November 11th and 12th. The first day, we will have people from all over the city come, people who are impoverished, sick, and suffering, to provide free medical services of all kinds and prayer for supernatural healing. And the next day, as they gather in the soccer stadium, that as they hear the message of the gospel, their lives will be radically transformed. 
If you feel led to join us and be a part of this event with your financial support, $10 will sponsor one person to attend the entire free event. Our hope and prayer is to fill this stadium with 30,000 people. Please pray about how many people the Lord will have you sponsor. Your gift has the potential of transforming their lives into eternity. Please follow the links in the episode description to give and to stay connected with Pastor Derek Nider.